You're listening to the Student Discount Podcast, hosted by me, Maisie Whip. Hello and welcome back to the Student Discount Podcast. Woo! Every time, I'm going to keep saying it, but I keep expecting a studio audience and there just isn't one, and it's gutting. Um, so I'll make my own. Woo! Welcome. Welcome back. Um, Woo! I am... <laughs> Thanks, Ash. <laughs> um, yeah, so today I'm joined by the lovely Ash Cox. Hi. Hi. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah. So um, I'm Ash Cox. Um, some of you listeners may know me from um, the Great Manchester Theatre Scene, sort of out and about at different venues, obviously when we are allowed out. Um, and if not, I also work at the New Adults Theatre, which is part of the University of Salford. Um, and I am also alumni of the University of Salford. Yes. Um, so me and Ash know each other because uh, I actually met Ash It's like three years ago now. Um, it will be like three years in this next month, I think, uh, since we Aww. met. I know. Um, because I don't know if I've spoken about it before. I definitely have. Um, but I went to Edinburgh. Uh, me and Beth Woo-hoo. talked a lot about it last time. Uh, because Ash is a person who basically was very vital to that sort of experience and taking us up there uh, and basically, you know, chose us to go and then help produce it and helped us whilst we were up there and was like uh, our momager uh whilst we were there um and then also uh she was my my boss whilst I was an usher at the uni um and also just a very good friend Uh, a lovely person (laughs) I love Um, your description of me and what I do it's great (laughs) thanks um but yeah so I thought I I thought I thought you'd be a good guest because I thought we could chat about like you said the fact you're an alumni of the uni the fact that you work there now the fact that you've done so many experiences with the uni uh, and the the theatre there as well um, because it's all stuff that I've had, um, you know, a lot of experience with you with that as well, because we're, such, we're sort of interlinked in that. Um, yeah. But also it's just fun to sort of talk about as well, um, to see where your sort of, uh, your origins with the uni are uh, and your student experience. I think it's quite fun to hear about. Um, so, yeah, do you want to start off by sort of telling us uh, when you were at the uni uh, and wh- obviously which uni, we know that's Salford, but, you know, um, and why? the course you did and you know why you did that yeah so my origin story is like really complex <clears throat> which if you know me you'll know there's always a story isn't there <laughs> um so I first went and auditioned at Salford Uni in like 2006 or 7 I think it was for media and performance and I remember being auditioned by Tracy yeah. um and I'd just come out of a BTEC in media and I really thought I wanted to go into film and media so I did the audition um, for media and performance because I've got a performance background I did like amateur dramatics and youth theatre and stuff for like years and years um, and I did the audition and I really thought about it and I was like I don't think I'm ready to go to uni yet um, so I ended up I've been working at Quicksave and then um, <laughs> one of my friends um, she'd moved up to Scotland to work in a hotel she said oh there's a job going if you fancy it so I was like yeah all right so I packed the bag moved to Scotland I was like bye mum she's like what uh yeah as you do because I thought I feel like I wanted a bit more experience um after college mm-hmm. sort of working and sort of trying to figure out who I was and um, so I went up to Scotland for a bit um and I was on a day off I worked in a hotel and I was on a day off and um I was on Facebook the old version where you could throw sheep at people do you remember and you could poke people it was brilliant I, um, so I, was on the old I don't Facebook. remember throwing sheep <laughs> yeah you could throw sheep at people and um this is more like myspace days I'll um, be honest I don't think I I think I joined Facebook in 2008 or maybe this slightly later because I was just about 13 
uh, oh, God, you make no, me that old. <laughs> it would have been later than that, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, sorry, sheep. Alright. <laughs> yeah, I was like on Facebook, la la la, and then this advert popped up, mm-hmm. and it was like dead contemporary and avant garde, and it was like DCA, and it was like art college, and I was like, oh, so I clicked on it, and um, it was a promo material for a university down in Devon uh, called mm-hmm. Dartington College of Art. Never ever heard of it. So anyway, I went on, like, had a good look, and and some I don't know what it was. It was just a random day in Scotland. I just picked up the phone and I just rang this university, and I was like, "Hello, I'm creative. I've just seen this pop up. Can you tell me more?" And they was like, "Well, the open day's been and gone. The auditions have been and gone, but we, we potentially might be taking more on because it's the last two years before the university closes down forever." Right. And I was like, "What?" So basically, because it was such a small institution, mm-hmm. they merged with Falmouth University in the end, right. um, because obviously that's a bigger institution. So um, I took two days off work, told my boss I was just going to go back to Manchester to, to see my mum. Actually did the trip from Scotland to Devon and back again in two days to go to this university. <laughs> and the, the lecturer that interviewed me, she was from Manchester, and her name was Bob. Her name was Joanne, but everyone called her Bob. I can't remember the story anyway. Um, so yeah, I ended up moving from Scotland to Devon, but this was like end of August, so I think it was a two-week turnaround from leaving my job in Scotland, my two-week notice, <laughs> literally going to university in Devon, and it was a proper arts commune. There was literally 300 people at the entire university. It was tiny. It was on this beautiful like estate like private estate and you had to walk through a cow field to go to lectures and everything and it was it was literally like imagine like the 70s all the hippies all the artists like just lounging around naked and throwing paint everywhere it was basically that kind of experience for two years so I explored like really contemporary theatre live art practice did all this crazy stuff um and after two years there we all went to Falmouth Now, at that point, I got a little bit unwell um, with my mental and physical health. So I ended up taking five years out after I did second year mm. in Devon. Um, and it just got to a point in, in them five years, I was like volunteering at theatres and, you know, doing little jobs in the community and working in retail and hospitality and stuff. Um, it just got to a point and I thought I want to go back into education. Now's the time. And I think I was 26 or something. Mm. Um so yeah, um, I I kind of knew Nikki and Tracy from from the um, from the industry from networking and stuff. So I just rang Nikki and I said, "Can I come back?" Because like, I'd done a little stint there. I always forget yeah. this. I'd done a little stint there. I tried to do my second year at Salford and ended up leaving because of health reasons. And I rang yeah. and I just said, and they had enough credits to do third year. So 2016, baby, back to Salford <laughs> Uni, and um. And it was it was a really lovely turnout because I'm from Salford and I'm a dead proud Salfordian. Mm-hmm. So yeah, went back to Salford, did my third year in contemporary theatre practice, which was one of the old courses. CTP. That's what we used to chant. <laughs> CTP for life. <laughs> Love it. That's great. I think yeah. it's it's so interesting to hear how you actually um, came to be, you know, at Salford and stuff. And um, I think maybe we're quite similar in the fact that we are homebirds yeah. um, in a sense. As much as we like to be adventurous and get out yeah the big world it's very nice to come home um I'm always thankful uh similarly that I didn't get into drama school had two years out because those two years were great and mm. then went back to education and actually stayed up north and 
probably got more experience out of that than I ever would have, you know, if I'd actually moved down south. Um, yeah. And I wouldn't have met people like you. Um, so. Exactly. <laughs> and do you know what? Oh, I know that the north-south divide is like traditional sort of debate with people. But honestly, living down south for as long as I did, they just didn't get me. Like no. they didn't, they didn't get me. The, they didn't get my sense of humour. Yeah. They didn't get, you know, when you're just honest and you just say things how they are and they think like you're just being a bit of a bitch and, and all that. And it's like, I'm not, this is just how northerners are. But there was only like four northern people yeah the entire time I was there so we all left the club together <laughs> I, I always think it's funny because I, I go down to London quite a lot obviously because I've got family there I just I love London I do love being down there um but it's it's like smiling at people on the tube and not getting a smile back and you're like yeah. uh, I'm not gonna rob you <laughs> it's just so weird isn't it it's just what I would normally do <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just it's one I'm one of those people that normally just attracts people like to talk to and stuff and mm. and then when you're there you're like no one's doing that <laughs> You try and spark the conversation and like no <laughs> but this is the thing like i, I was i did um an employability session yesterday at work for mm-hmm. uh, the current students actually uh, with lecan lawal who's done loads in theater with the Battersea arts center and derby theater and everything and um and talking about how a lot of people think that they have to do that move to london to be an artist mm. um and actually regional theaters the regional community for for the arts is incredible especially Manchester and coming back to that for me really helped sort of shape who I became as an artist and a Mm. and a person who supports other artists so I'm so glad it happened the way it did yeah definitely I think there is such a sense of community within theatre um that it it does help to be around people like that like you know my route back into performing after I didn't get into drama school was to do some amdram and to mm. go and do a performance there and it really does just it gets you back in the spirit of things and back to you know with the community that you want to be with um like-minded people and just lovely people as well uh definitely um, but isn't that what's really good about Salford I feel like that mm. you've got a really good I mean Salford in general and Manchester are really like down-to-earth grassroots kind of helping each other up and mm. and all that and I think the Salford community's got the same thing um mm. the Salford University community where you know you just make you just like you just nip out to get a coffee or whatever or a fag outside the the building and you just make a new friend yeah absolutely you do and I, I, the amount of people that I've I met at Salford um mm. and would if I saw an opportunity now uh for someone and I was like oh that would be perfect for them I could instantly be, like message them even if I'd never messaged them before I just knew them yeah from being at you know like this is perfect for you I just thought I'd send it you and they'd be yeah. like thanks and because that you you don't um you don't even think about these things because they're just everyone helps each other it's such a great yeah. community for that and especially at Salford because we're encouraged to work together and we're encouraged to um build that community and mm. network it's like so obviously the course that I did was obviously comedy and the theatre and the media course are sort of like a group aren't they the three courses and because we're so encouraged to work together and we can work together in situations like going to Edinburgh or we can work together in situations like going to uh, working as an usher mm-hmm. you know it's we we're told to work together because we're going to need each other out there uh, yeah. when we leave and it's it's like I could just contact you to sort of to do this with me or to do you know a number of things and like Beth that I work with who we had last time she uh I'd never really properly worked with her if we hadn't done Edinburgh or the Comedy Society or 
a fellowship with her and I ended up living with her and then you know we have plans to do that in the future for stuff and it's it's great it really is and it's uh, such an important part of university I mean I yeah. wasn't a massively social person in terms of like going out and drinking and stuff um, but because we're so encouraged to during class time anyway um, you know I got that social interaction I got that sort of friendships built and everything um, I mean in terms of that for you were you like sort of a, a going out person were you, what was your like sort of best experiences of going out as a student? When I was down in Devon um first of all the the north south defined thing first of all it was like i was um like a bit of a novelty for people mm. like oh my god you like off coronation street or oh, shameless and, <laughs> and all that so i was a bit of a novelty act at first because i'm like i mean i don't even need to have a drink me to have a good time like, i'm first on the dance floor regardless i'll be drinking like yeah. <laughs> ginger beer like the non-alcoholic one and having a boogie and stuff so i've, I've always been i love dancing i love human interaction and you know when when one of them power ballads comes on and you're like singing at each other across the room like that's me in the supermarket I don't need to be out yeah so freshers week for me down at Dartington was wild absolutely wild um fancy dress every night and all that and I sort of continued with the kind of wild going out all the time I mean to be fair we had one pub on campus and then the nearest town was like three mile away Mm. and if we wanted to go to a nightclub we had to hire a mini bus and it was a good like 10 mile away yeah. so it wasn't like we could do that social aspect of like universities in cities um but what was amazing for me at Dartington was the social aspects happened within the commune so mm. like you just walk in the kitchen and somebody start banging on a pan and then someone else would get a guitar and just mm. start jamming the next minute there's like 20 people in your kitchen jamming yeah. like so that kind of and that was very intense relationships um so by the time I was in third year at Salford and like I was 26 and you know I was like I'm not interested in the social aspects anymore mm-hmm. I'm kind of done with that I, I really want to figure out who I am as an artist mm. um, and I'd got connections um, in the local industry by sort of working and volunteering there in the fi- my five I would say I had a five year gap year everyone's like what <laughs> gap years <laughs> I was like yeah yeah five year gap year um and so it was really nice to pull that community in like to sort of your your student community and then your external community and sort of them joining together as well um but yeah I I I was a bit wild I won't go into details but I was a little (laughs) bit wild when I was younger um but yeah the social aspect it's Mm. really exhausting and one of the things actually that I think I would think about I would I would tell myself back then if I could Mm-hmm. take it easy because actually yeah. your mental health and well-being mm-hmm. is more important than you realize at the time um yeah but yeah raucous <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think this is it I think um we've talked quite a bit about mental health and stuff on um on this podcast because for students and stuff it is it's a massive thing I mean for everyone yeah. it's a massive thing but as a student it's something that you you, you know you come across quite a lot whether it's someone mm. trying to make a piece of theatre about it or not um it's 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 a topic that we see quite often um that just is uh it still needs to be touched upon because it is still a massive issue um i think during this time uh of being in lockdown and stuff i've had a yeah. chance to actually look at my mental health and stuff and actually because i've not been doing all these things that i normally would be filling my time with I've actually had some time to reflect on my mental health and 
like you said you know you took your massive gap there and I'm sure you managed to you know look at your mental health a lot better then because there isn't the distraction of trying to do everything at once Um, especially as a performer we tend to fill our time massively with uh, everything to avoid our mental health Um, and I think especially for creatives like you put so much of yourself onto a page onto Mm. a stage or onto a canvas and emotionally, that's so draining. I think it's so mm. important to take time. Away. Well, then the thing is, like, people always say to me, what do you do as a hobby? And I'm like, theatre. And I'm like, what do you do as a job? Theatre. <laughs> like, and it's like, I need, I still now, like, I'm 33, 33. Yeah, I'm 33. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's what happens <laughs> when you get older. Uh, 33 now, and I still don't have a hobby that's not creative mm. because my entire yeah. world is about creativity. But you have to sort of find time and space. Yeah it's separating isn't it so important yeah like I I really didn't feel like being creative over this you know the last few months for obvious reasons um because I couldn't go and do it how I had been doing it and I sort of Mm. had it stunted at the start of the year um and it's it's taking something creative as creatives and not turning it into something for everyone um like I started doing making my little earrings and stuff um, and I didn't want to put any pressure of like my mum was like oh you should make it into a business you should sell them I'm like no yeah. I don't want to I really want something that I can just have no pressure on and yeah. just make something for once that is creative and not for the people yeah um and I didn't know it's really good that you took that time out yeah and it, it, it's a hard it, it thing to good. do though isn't it yeah you very much so. thing don't you yeah especially mm. when, when you start doing nothing uh well not nothing but when you're sat over lockdown and you see all these opportunities coming up because there was a lot of opportunities to do like online gigs and stuff like that and yeah. I just I didn't want to yeah. <laughs> um I mean like you said in that five-year gap that you had you were you were still doing bits like you know volunteering at theatres and stuff like that but mm-hmm. um and like you said you came back to doing performing and you know going back to education and stuff but sometimes you really do just need that gap yeah. of not doing something like that I think um, it's important to make a decision to have that gap or make a decision to take that breath and stop because the reason I had to take a gap is because I'd pressured myself so much and I took too much on and I got so unwell that I was forced to take a gap so yeah. I think like definitely I'd say to my younger self like listen to your body listen to your brain like if you need to stop stop and it's okay to say to people that's amazing but I'm really sorry I'm not able to do that at the minute and and like coming from me that's ridiculous because I am the biggest workaholic the biggest advocate the biggest cheerleader like if I could like literally if I had a a superpower it'd be be able to exist without having to sleep Mm. so I could just 24 7 be doing stuff because that's who I am as a person um and it's dead hard to when you're built like that to take a step back and I think it's great that you've done that and I think more people should just, especially at the minute, with how hard life is, just take yeah. that step back. Absolutely. I mean, I think, I mean, to bring it back to Salford again, um, they were so good at, um, obviously, I put a lot of pressure on myself uh, at the start, well, in the midway of, of third year. And they were so supportive when, you know, I managed to like triple book myself. I was mm-hmm. under a lot of pressure. I was not feeling the best. Uh, I'd had some awful news. I it was had been put on some certain medication that was not making things easier mm. and you know I said this to my teacher at one point and they were just like right I'm going to go and see if we can move this right now I'm going to sort this out for you yeah. do not worry we have your back sort of thing and that is 
such and so nice to hear from you know the people around you and your teachers and your you know your community and it's it's I think a lot of people don't normally like don't often know that it's there a lot yeah. of the time as well um there is quite a lot of good support within Salford Uni um, so much available yeah and I think a lot of it people aren't aware of and they don't know about it mm. and some people sometimes people especially creatives who are trying to produce as much work as possible for free mm. don't realize that they can sometimes just say no I need oh. this help please help learning me. <laughs> to say no took me about a decade oh, not even yeah. lying it's only been the past maybe 12 months that mm. I've actually felt okay to say no and not had that horrible like sometimes it's like I'm going to say yes because I'm going to spend more energy on the guilt afterwards if I say no so I might as well just do it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah feeling guilty for not doing something for someone when you've got another 50 things that you're already doing for other people it's um it's a hard one it's delegating as well is a massive Mm. one I I, I never want to give my babies away to people to do for me and I think you're very much the same in that if you've got something you don't want them to do it because you're like oh I could just do this it would yeah. put another a lot of pressure on me but I could just do it <laughs> it's yep. like someone else you could definitely just do it as well <laughs> I think it's, it's weird I've spoken to a lot of creatives about this it's a working class kind of um imposter syndrome it's like you have to constantly prove that you are um you're you're worthy of being there Mm. you know you 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 got to that place and um you you know you are on equal footing and blah 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 and it's that kind of always trying to prove your worth yeah um and actually that's a really detrimental thing um but it's again one of the things as well that creative people have yeah definitely I think uh it's a constant like even when it doesn't look like I'm doing very much um Whilst I've been at home, especially because my parents are both working nine to five, they're constantly at a computer downstairs or whatever in, you know, in the front room. And it could look like that I'm doing nothing and just sat mm-hmm. on my phone. And I think for someone who runs social media like you as well, it can look it can look like that from the outside. Yeah. But actually, you know, I could spend three hours getting something ready for Instagram for people to see, to try and build yep. my following, to try and build that engagement, to try and build content and stuff. And that's I mean, that's a big part of your job, isn't it? To do that. Yeah. and it's a proper love-hate relationship for me Mm. um obviously I love it it's such a great engagement tool and especially now it's so great to be able to connect with each other over social media yeah but then it's so detrimental to young people all these influencers and you know this fake news and everything and it's it's but yeah it's great that you can obviously connect but um so obviously back when I was younger I had Mm. MySpace and then obviously Facebook and Twitter came out we didn't understand back then what social media was it was really new and it's funny now I look back on some of my statuses I'm like why did I write that I would never (laughs) dream of writing that now and and I've seen this journey of social media and how such a massive part of our lives it's like our phones are connected like our phones are Mm. now a part of our arm um and I think I mean I'm the worst person to to say this because I don't take my own advice but taking breaks from social media and like and Mm. refining who you follow and sort of oh, yeah. being like, I'm not going to follow those accounts because they trigger something or they're unhealthy or, you know, it's too much politics or whatever. Um, yeah. And you're very much like me. Your Instagram is full of art and positive mm-hmm. politics mm-hmm. Um, and creatives and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, one of my favourite parts of my job, again, love-hate relationship. One of my favourite parts of my job is social media because I can connect with current students and alumni and staff 
mm. and be like oh my god they're doing something amazing look at this project look at this achievement look at this award and yeah. then I get to like share all this content um and honestly like every day I love sharing all that but also every every day I also go on the new Adelphi theater social media and I make sure that I scroll through sometimes it can take me an hour two hours depending mm-hmm. to find as many opportunities and resources and jobs for people mm-hmm. because obviously trawling through the internet to find something relevant takes hours I know because I do it every day mm-hmm. so it's like if I can take a little bit of pressure off the emerging artists um that I work with as students mm-hmm. or the alumni that I work with and sort of give them some tailored kind of opportunities through Instagram stories and Twitter then you know it's just it's just I think I feel like it's a bit of a random act of, act of kindness sometimes because mm-hmm. um I do I do out of office hours you know I will mm-hmm. I think oh I'll just start work a little bit early and make sure I get them tweets out about that job mm-hmm you know and I'll find stuff at a weekend on my mm. personal socials and then I'll bookmark it and I think oh, I'll share that on Monday for work yeah. and stuff so <laughs> but this is the thing social media is 24 7 it's so hard to switch mm. off from it's so hard not to uh like you say just not to do those things and not to post yeah. and not to not to keep checking every two minutes you know yeah. what's happening on there um definitely a massive fear of missing out uh when Huge. you're on social media um see I never remember that from when I was younger from when I was like you know late teens early 20s it mm. wasn't social media wasn't that big of a deal then yeah I think that's when it started to come in for me and a lot for you know um I started to get Twitter and Facebook I think I literally signed up to all of them at the same time because they just yeah. became a thing and my friend was like you need this this and this I was like okay um <laughs> and I, I would be on it for hours because it was such a new thing yeah. and um everyone was on there and you had to be friends with everyone um and it's it very much is still kind of like that now as a creative especially and you know obviously with yours being such a creative job and uh, involves so much so many creatives needing information and things it's uh it's important not only to be good at what you do but also to have a following or to have an image online because that's where people go to look for you nowadays you know if, if you haven't got a following I mean, some people still do amazingly well without a following, and it's it is on pure talent. Um, but there is a lot of people who rely on it to be seen nowadays and to get involved in stuff. Yeah. And it's like, like you said, all the opportunities that you post constantly, I think, are amazing, and I love seeing it all. And I have clicked on quite a few, and I know that uh, I know a lot of people that have clicked on them and you know got into a lot of stuff because you've been sharing it on their social oh, media. I'm really, really glad about that. No, it's 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 amazing <laughs> to see because you've sort of uh taken that effort that some people have to put in or don't have time to put in because they are you know constantly creating stuff for these things you've taken that so they don't have to and you put them right in front of them and sometimes that's exactly what we need and especially as graduates um and current students who just have no time on their hands because of everything else they've got to do to have it put in front of you like that is great it really is um and uh, I thank you for that on behalf of a lot of people you know what you're so welcome <laughs> it's also good for me because it keeps me in the loop with everything that's going on because obviously like I went to university with the with the thought that I was going to be a performer that I was going to earn a living from performing mm. um and then when I graduated I was like oh I don't know what I'm going to do I think that was like <laughs> 
literally everyone's thoughts well most people's thoughts I don't know what I'm going to do still is <laughs> yeah. like I was like in the meantime I'm going to work on Canal Street and I work I work behind the bar and then I also worked on the doors and I sort of dressed up all fabulous in sequins and was like hi guys coming in for a bit of live cabaret and all this and so I was still exercising those performance muscles mm-hmm. and still sort of communicating with people and interacting with people but I was like I don't know what's next because I'd still even though obviously I'd done two years at Darlington five years out in a, a bit in the industry then my last year and I did I did too much my third year as well far mm. too much I took every opportunity and I burned myself out um and I was literally one day I was sat in my flat and I was nearly in tears because I was like this isn't where I thought I was going to be after I've graduated I thought I, for some reason I thought I think it's because it had been such a long journey for me in higher education mm-hmm. you know altogether it's eight years mm-hmm. of me trying to figure it out and um I sat in my flat and I was nearly in tears because I was like this isn't you know eight years and what have I got yeah and um I got a phone call from the university and they were like we're wondering if you'd be interested in an internship scheme that we're running a graduate intern I was like yeah Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, went through the graduate internship scheme with the careers and enterprise scheme, um, and I got a three-month internship in the School of Arts and Media to do um, just creative projects, basically. Um, and it was bizarre. It was so weird walking in as a, having just been a student, walking in as a staff member. <gasps> oh god it was like I didn't know where to go I was like tiptoeing a bit I was like you know dead polite knocking on offices and all that it's not like that anymore I'm like I am here uh, I need you to do this for me um well it's obviously it's um team's call rather than knocking on doors um and that internship really helped me focus what I wanted to do and through three months of supporting students even though I just graduated supporting students to make work it sort of made me go oh I still want to be a performer in some way but kind of more as a as a hobby kind of a sideline thing I actually really enjoy and I'm good I'm quite good at supporting artists yeah like oh my god I've figured out what direction I want to go in and then I was like because I'd worked as an usher at like home theatre at Oxkin Theatre um I'd done a bit of tech in and stuff at a festival at Contact Theatre I was like I also love audiences as well and I love looking after audiences when they come to the theatre and giving them this like amazing experience and then I was like oh I want to do that as well and and luckily for me I feel so fortunate that after the internship there was an opportunity for that position mm. to be made permanent yeah. um and so I've been able to sort of explore working with audiences working with artists um working with you know large-scale established companies and artists and stuff I, I still don't know really what I want to be when I grow up like I'm just oh I just I always say to people I just want to be creative I just want to be in a community of people who are creative and who look at the world in a different way and don't put themselves in a box mm. and as long as I'm doing that I'm happy yeah definitely I think mm. I think it's very similar uh, I mean I'm very similar in that I just want to be making people smile and yeah in, in some way uh in the performance world in some way please <laughs> um and I think it's great it's great to hear you say that and stuff as well um especially with the whole I didn't know what I was gonna I didn't think I would be here when I graduated I think a mm. lot of people are feeling like that at the moment yeah. um you know for certain other reasons I would say uh, but they didn't think they'd be where they are right now um, no. and I'm the same and it's um, but it's so great to hear that that was sort of an opportunity again that came from uni mm. for you and if you hadn't have been the student there you know it wouldn't have you know come up for you 
and you wouldn't have had that opportunity to explore what it is you wanted to do yeah. unless that was sort of a thing again a one of the how good Salford is <laughs> oh my god 100 percent. oh Salford is so good with alumni mm. like you're still part of Salford like you always are um one of the biggest things that I did at not at my first university I felt like I was a kid at school in my first university you know what I mean it's like I had teachers telling me what to do and I did it I used to whinge about doing essays blah 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 <clears throat> by the time I got to Salford um I was very much like or the academics around me and the support staff I understood their job better mm. and I respected them a lot more and I didn't feel like a kid at college I felt mm. like an adult in higher education so I made friends with all the technicians and the mm. support staff and the academics because it's like I you know you guys have got way more knowledge than me you've got different skills that I don't have Mm. like let's go on get on a level and stuff like that so the great thing is is when it came around to the internship everybody knew my name and they knew me and they they had good things to say about when I was a student because I wasn't like a kid in college I was you know I was an artist I was an emerging artist and I think first year you sort of navigate your way through it second and third year you're an emerging artist that that's how it is like yeah um and it and sometimes I just love to say come on guys like we're let's be on equal footing here like yeah. I'm not you know if I'm asking you to do this for the festival I'm not asking you to do it because I'm trying to be awkward you're working with a venue this is what is needed in order for your show to succeed this like what it would never, be like yeah and this is what it's like in the real world like in the yeah. real world I always say that in the industry this is what it's like we don't you know our spreadsheets and our ways of doing things are so similar apart from the fact that we're obviously an educational facility as well so there's some slight differences but yeah but yeah definitely one of the things I love about Salford is the fact that all the tutors and technicians and everything have all worked in industry as well as and still do in education and still do yeah they Mm. still are like I I don't think you get many places where uh you know your tutor would jump in and help with a scene and or be in something for you uh if you wanted them cast or it's like I did um, the apprentice, uh, apprentice, the apprentice thing mm. uh, with uh, James and everyone, um, which was on YouTube and everything for pity laughs. And uh, they asked Wilkie, uh, who's a brilliant shooter and an actor. He's an amazing person. Legend. And he was like, yeah, I'd love to be in it. And he, he took time out of his actual life to come and, yeah. you know, to learn the script and to come and record for us in his, in his own time and be in this, project that wasn't even for uni it was just an extra bit that you, you know obviously yeah. you need to do in this industry and it was I love that about it um because the the staff are as passionate <clears throat> about the industry and being creative as the students are yeah um, absolutely and we're, we're actually all aiming for the same goal like <laughs> that's the thing we all want to be creative and mm. and this is the thing like I hope sometimes I'm like we're people too like I remember I think I did when I did the first Edinburgh project actually I think somebody referred to me as a teacher and I was like whoa no 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 like I'm not a teacher like Mm. I'm a creative but I'm producing this project with you guys like I'm your producer but then also in the same respect there's still a bit of like a hierarchy thing with producer and obviously I needed to to get things organized and sorted but it's like Mm. let's let's be on equal footing here this is like a huge creative project we're going to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival I'd never been before Mm-hmm. like we're in this together mm-hmm. like and and that's the thing like obviously 
you know, us as staff, we have a responsibility. We have, you know, um, work goals and stuff that we have to hit. And, and obviously we are, you know, supporting our education. But also at the same time, we're all creative. Mm. We're all artists as well. Yeah. And it's and you never know who you're in the room with as well. Mm. Uh, it's like when, when I met you, I, I didn't know who you were because you obviously you, your audition was, it was the first time I'd met you. Um, um, I think, it, like I said, it's great. You don't know who's in the room with you. I think that's what I was sort of talking about as well, is um, there's so many professionals within Sulphur Juni and like when we went to Edinburgh, how we were just randomly meeting people. And uh, I obviously met a lot of people up there that I came back to Manchester and worked with as well um, and on the comedy scene and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah, and th- there was loads of that. Yeah, loads yeah. of network I'm, I mean I'm a massive networker um always will be now especially from being at Salford because you just sort of talk to aren't you especially yeah. with all like the um like you said you had the the session on yesterday there's there was a lot of that especially in final year of being able to meet a lot of professionals that have yeah uh, you know they told us about their journey to becoming a professional and that sort of thing and I made sure after every one of those I went up to the person at the end and was like, hi, nice to meet you. Thank you for a great talk. And because yeah. you just don't know when you're going to meet that person again uh, and how they could be helpful. Like I'm currently working on something for someone um, and they want me to create some videos for them hmm. uh, with a puppet. And uh, I was happened to be on the phone with them uh, the, the other day and they were like, oh, um, so yeah, we're looking at getting the puppet remade. So if you happen to know anyone that does puppetry and stuff, and I was like, you know, actually <gasps> we do. do. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I've got a friend. I can get you in touch with them, and they can make you a new puppet, sort of thing. Is it so Elsie's cool. sister? It isn't. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Elsie's sister because Elsie's sister makes puppets. It isn't, but I was. I've been, you know, I've been watching Elsie's sister. Elsie's sister. Teeth back in. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Elsie's sister Betty's uh, artwork at the moment, and I am mm. loving it. Uh, she keeps sharing it, and I follow her and everything. It's great. So just a little plug there for you. Um, uh, and it's also exciting to see people like Elsie and, you know, everyone else that we graduated doing so many good things at the moment. Yeah. And like, um, it's hard to it, keep up, like, honestly. And obviously <laughs> I'm scrolling through socials every day for that reason. Mm-hmm. And people go, oh, like what's happened recently? I was like, how long have you got? How long have you got? Because I've got <laughs> reels and reels of, of people. And it's so hard. Like, I don't have the time to interact and share them all. Mm. Um, that's one of the huge things about Salford. It's like there's such a success story with it with the alumni and people doing stuff and connecting with each other and all that it's amazing so obviously we've talked about opportunities that you've got from Mm. being a student and going to Salford Uni and going to you know just uni in general and education um but a fun thing I like to ask is what would you say is the best thing you've got out of being a student and that can be something like a discount at your favourite food place to, you know, getting a job like you did do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I think the biggest thing for me was having a safe space and a nurturing environment to figure out who I was as a person, but mm. also who I was as an artist. And I think having that safe space and people like <clears throat> whether it's academics or other students or people from the local industry mm-hmm. who come into the university like just figuring out who I was I mean obviously like I'm still on that journey I think we all are I don't think we ever fully like I, I sound said wanky that doesn't it but um <laughs> you know you definitely do change and like when I hit my 30s I changed again 
mm-hmm. um, and all that. But I think having that safe space and, yeah. and that that level of support, especially with like the SU support and you know the ask ask us desk and you know yeah. all the the sort of health and well being and and mental health stuff that you get supported with as a young person. Um, mm. definitely my number one that kind of safe space and then number two was <laughs> getting free cheeseburgers at McDonald's and McFlurry's <laughs> and chips with a student card um, not gonna lie I did use that this is the thing like when you work at university you have a staff card which really looks like a student card so I'm not <laughs> saying I have and I'm not saying I haven't done that not being a student um, and the discounted Spotify for uni days mm. again not saying that you know that I do and don't you know what I mean um so we just said that and I got a notification from Amazon music it's listening it's jealous it's listening uh, <laughs> honestly student discounts and uh, well not just student discounts but um the opportunity is like it tends to be the cutoff point is a lot of the time is 25 some things are going to 30 now because when you class because the language is changing it's like young people and it's like well not all students are young people. Like I was classed as a mature student when I went back to uni. But yeah. sorry, when I went to my first uni, I was 21. I was classed as a mature student. To be fair, I did know how to use a washing machine and a microwave and quite a lot of the others didn't. <laughs> so it like makes sense. Um, and my nickname was Mum when I was at uni because I was dead grown up. So I'd, I'd been managing a bar in a hotel yeah. before I went to uni. So I, I kind of was grown up in a way. Um, but yeah, that kind of if you are a young student like under 25 the the opportunities especially in the arts all these schemes and stuff for under 25 they've pushed it up to 30 now still over the threshold yeah i think so jealous about you not like you young people i want to do all these opportunities um i think it's it's definitely interesting um how i think a lot more people are becoming mature students now as well i think a lot of people are seeing it as more accessible now as well. Um, I think even, obviously, when I... I mean, I wasn't a mature student, but I went, obviously, a couple of years late. Um, and I always felt like I was behind because mm. I'd done that. And the reality is you're not. You're just, you know, you make of it what you what you can. And uh, it really is what you put into it mm. as to what comes out of it, no matter and what your age is. is learning. We never stop learning, no matter how old you are. You're always learning something new, whether that's like a new recipe or mm. whether that's like a PhD in mm. computer science. Do you know what I mean? Like you never ever stop learning. And I think to have it's, it's just putting yourself in a box again, isn't it? It's like mm. you know, and I, I've been guilty of it. And it's took me ages to go, well, that box is a societal societal construct mm. to say that you know it's young people that go to uni, but actually anybody can go to uni. Very much so. And, it, and I mean, I'd it, go back in a heartbeat. That the yeah. MA that we've got, the contemporary theatre MA that we've got yeah. at Salford Uni. Like I always say to Joe, if I didn't work here, you know, I'd be on your MA. She's like, I oh, know. <laughs> I was like, I would have come back, but I got the job. I got a job instead. But can I just like come and sit in some sessions and like do a bit? <laughs> and it, I think it can be daunting though, because even for me, as not even that much older than people, it was daunting to be an older, older than eighteen, mm. basically. I mean, would you would you have any advice for anyone or, you know, some encouraging words for anyone who is a, wants to be a mature student? Go for it. Go for it. 100% go for it. 
it it can be difficult I think especially with the social aspect because you know mm. so much of uni for 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 young people who are going like straight from college like it is about you know being sociable making new friends and mm-hmm. you know that glow up from being like 14 with your myspace fringe <laughs> to being like you know this this like adult and you think you're an adult at 18 and it's funny I look back at 18 year old me and I'm like oh bless you <laughs> you knew nothing <laughs> um but yeah I'd say go for it I think I've got to a point in life where I'm like if you're really passionate about something and that's what you want to do in life and financially and and sort of um emotionally and stuff like that it's it's, it's sustainable then mm. go for it I know I know loads of people who like my my friend's mom um she went back to university when she was 50 it was a birth it was a 50th birthday present to herself and she went and did I think it was a master's in um might have been a PhD actually in museum curation and stuff like that something to do with museums and and stuff like that and now she works in that industry Mm. obviously she went to that career quite late in life oh best thing she ever did she loved it I love it. And you get free cheeseburgers at McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's really funny? I I love the fact that I'm like, yeah, cheeseburgers. I've been a vegetarian for a year now, so I don't even eat cheeseburgers anymore. Can you get get free apple pies on? Because I love the apple pie. I don't think so. I think it's literally just the burgers with the McFlurries now. And it used to gut me because I've I've been vegetarian for like ten years now. Yeah. And like the ice the McFlurry, whenever I wanted to use that, it was never working. Was the McFlurry machine? Oh. (laughs) Oh no. I know. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, I think I've pretty much covered it all there. It's been, mm. uh, I'd like to end on that. Just go for it. I love it. Just go um, for it. Yeah. It's been lovely talking to you, Ash, about I've all of this. a lovely time. Thank you. Uh, I think it's been a really good chat and I hope it's um, encouraged people to look after themselves, to go yes. for it with education, to do what you love, uh, but to take time for yourself as well. Yes. Um, and keep on being creative. Yeah been cracking be unapologetically authentic yes is like my that. motto in life love it be dead unap- wanky in it wait I couldn't, <laughs> you know i tried to say it back to you then i couldn't say it for the life of me but i'll uh put it on a fancy post <laughs> yes do it be unapologetically authentic thank ash you cox <laughs> 2021 i thank you <laughs> thank you bye <laughs>